we shape the lives of just about everyone we're around. Teachers, friends, siblings, or family, we change their lives in more ways than we could ever imagine. This isn't a bad thing at all, though. By changing others to better fit our needs, we're able to achieve our goals, and in an evolutionary sense, survive. We're able to adapt both what's around us, but also who's around us. Sometimes, though, it takes an evil turn to what we call discrimination. Welcome to the fifth episode of the third season of The Mystery of Your Mind. My name is Edward Thomas, as always, and today we're looking into the progression of stereotyping to prejudice to discrimination, and what that means in making justice equitable. Let's start at the beginning. Stereotyping is actually quite a normal and even helpful skill. For example, when I say dog, what image comes to your mind? Maybe it's a Labrador, a Poodle, or a Dalmatian. Maybe it's something else. To help yourself better understand just what a dog is, you actually created a quote-unquote prototype of what a dog is, does, and looks like. In fact, when you were trying to compare the image of the dog that you had just thought up of with a Labrador, Poodle, or Dalmatian, you were using the stereotypes of what a Labrador, Poodle, and Dalmatian look like as a prototype to compare the dog that you had imagined with the examples that I had given. By making stereotypes of things, we're able to form what's called a schema, a quote-unquote prototype for what something is. And schemas are crucial to just about everything we need to do to stay alive. For example, you have a schema or mental idea of what a door is and how it works. This way, you know that you have to turn a handle to open up the door, instead of smacking yourself against the door on your way out. Or perhaps in the kitchen. We all have a schema of what knives, spoons, or forks are, and that's crucial for knowing what you should be grabbing to eat a meal with and to prevent yourself from getting cut. Of course, sometimes our stereotyping isn't always the best thing for us. When we stereotype people of a certain class, race, or cultural or ethnic background, we are trying to form a prototype of what the people from that class, race, or cultural or ethnic background are like. But in this process of developing schemas, we majorly miss out on the nuances in individual people and what certain groups of people are actually like. This is where prejudice starts coming in. When these stereotypes evolve to become attitudes of hate, disgust, or loathing, we begin to prejudice others. We all innately have prejudice against others, but it depends on how you were raised and how comfortable you are with challenging stereotypes that really makes a difference in how you view others. For instance, many are quick to say that the homeless are drug addicts who don't deserve help or affection. That right there is a stereotype. A paper by Schroeder and Apley in 2020 found that we actually demean the higher level psychological needs of the poor and even dehumanize them. In other words, we view the homeless as less human than ourselves, our friends, people of authority, and even chimpanzees. We also tend to view the poor as only needing physiological needs, like food and shelter, not psychological needs, like the ability to go to de-stressing activities or to find a way of channeling someone's creative passion. That's prejudice, whether you are aware of it or not. People tend to hold an attitude against the homeless that's based on their stereotypes and schemas. When those schemas and ideas start to become attitudes, that's where prejudice starts coming in. 
Some people will take that belief a step further and decide, say, not to donate to the homeless, or even push for policies that prevent homeless people from being able to stay in their area. That's where things start moving toward discrimination. When those stereotypes and prejudices start to evolve to become actions, decisions, reactions, and outbursts against a person or a group, those prejudices and stereotypes have evolved to become discrimination. The worst between stereotyping, prejudizing, and discriminating is by far discrimination, because it actually causes harm to people in their day-to-day lives in the current moment. Now, prejudice and stereotypes are still bad. Don't get me wrong on that. They give us perceptions about people that can slip their way into decisions that we make that ultimately discriminate against others. You could, in a way, think of stereotypes as fodder for prejudices, which are fodder for discrimination. It's important, though, to always keep in mind what stereotypes are and where they come from. They're natural ways of us viewing the world and understanding it. However, when we let our views, our way of thinking and understanding the world, evolve into those prejudices, that's where problems start to arise. The path from prejudice to discrimination isn't very long. Your prejudices can quickly make you discriminate without you even knowing. And while everyone innately has some sort of prejudice, you don't have to discriminate on the basis of them. One form of discrimination that evolves very subtly are things like systemic issues that put certain groups of people the homeless, those of a specific racial, cultural, or ethnic background, those of different genders or sexualities, and more, under unfair pressure. We might see this in food deserts, where healthy food isn't available in low-income areas. This can lead to things like poor nutrition in children, increased consumption of fast food, or the use and abuse of drugs. There's so much research out there that shows that food deserts negatively impact someone's quality of life and potential, But these sort of systemic issues that ultimately come from things like prejudice or discrimination, they're holding us back. We might see discrimination in the gender wage gap, where employers discriminate on the basis of gender and give way less pay to female employees. This can cause socioeconomic inequalities and puts an extra burden on families, where women are the primary or the sole earners. A push to make these forms of discrimination on the basis of wealth, opportunity, or privilege, is what we call social justice. And it's what we need to push for to encourage an equitable society where everyone gets to take part in their own future, their social and work-related prospects, and personal and physical well-being. It's a work in progress. But as history shows us time and time again, when we band together to make change, change will surely happen. Thank you so much again for listening to the fifth episode of the third season of The Ministry of Your Mind. Again, my name is Edward Thomas, and before you go, I want to direct you to a couple of links in the description. First off, there's a link to my podcast's Instagram page. That's where I post all of the updates, behind the scenes, and just general info about the podcast and how it's going. To make sure that you're on top of when the next episode is going to come out, be sure to follow this podcast's Instagram and show your support. I've also added links to my website, a feedback form, and my Patreon, which you can donate to support this podcast in continuing to develop new episodes. If you love this podcast as much as I do, be sure to rate and leave a comment in whichever app you're using right now to listen to this podcast. It helps this podcast reach so many more listeners, so that they too can learn more about the crazy world that they live in. 
Thank you so much for listening to The Mystery of Your Mind again, and I'll see you in the next episode.